Yes, thank you Lord. Thank you Jesus. Praise the Lord. Uh, magandang umaga po muli sa ating lahat. Pwede ba nating palakpakan uli si Lord? Yes. Uh, gising na gising po ang umagang ito sapagkat ito yung araw na uh, kung ilang araw tayo nitong nakaraan ay tahimik, ito po yung araw na tayo pong lahat ay masaya at maligaya. Maligaya po ba tayong lahat? Amen. No? Dahil si Jesus po ay muling nabuhay mula sa mga patay and because of that, He, he settles all our death in full. Napakaganda po ng mga inawit natin at talagang uh, humahagod sa ating mga kalooban. Uh, I do not know if you were blessed but uh, definitely if you just analyze those lyrics of the songs, ay inunawa natin lahat ng ating inawit ay uh, uh, talagang ito po ay uh, nagbibigay ng kalinga sa ating mga puso. At uh, ngayong umaga po ay patuloy po tayong mangingilin sa mahal na araw na ito. And uh, I hope all of you will listen somehow and hopefully sa tulong ng Panginoon ay may convey kong message ng maganda at maayos. So why don't we close our eyes and let us pray. Aming Ama, kami po ay uh, lubos na nasisiyahan ngayong umaga sa ilang kaluluwa na naandito ngayon, nagbibigay ng oras at sandali sa pakikinig ng inyong salita. Dinadakila namin ang inyong dakilang pangalan. Ikaw ang Diyos na makapangyarihan, matalino, mayaman, mapagmahal, makalinga, at handang ibigay ang inyong sarili para sa aming mga buhay. Thank you, Lord, that you have offered yourself a sacrifice for humanity to die for all our sins so that we will be saved and be able to enjoy your presence forever when the time comes that you call us to be with you. And today, Lord, we, we ask for your blessings and your Holy Spirit to be in our midst, nothing any extra special, just a regular day between you and us. Be with us in Jesus' name. Amen and Amen. You know, people today love spectacular. You know? Gusto ng mga tao ngayon yung mga bagay na nakamamanga, mga ilaw na nagliliwanag, kung maaari mga sasakyang lumilipad. And, and, and that's what they call something spectacular to them. But 2,000 years ago, there's something spectacular that took place. Are you there? Are you listening? 2,000 years ago, there's something spectacular that took place. The dying of the Son of God, the Lamb that was slain, to liberate us para palayain tayo from the bandages of sin. Nakakatawa ang mga tao ngayon. Nangingilin sila, pero they, they have a wrong, wrong perspective. Because their belief was totally rely on traditions. I hope you're... Joel, pakilakasan mo nga ng konti itong mic, ano? people are more concerned of the traditions. Nakakatawa kasi yung iba, hindi kumain itong mahal na araw, hindi sila kumain ng karne. Dahil part of their penitence. Pero nag-online sabong. Diba? Uminom ng alak. Diba? Yung iba, nagpinitensya. Yung iba, gusto pang magpapako sa krus at manghang-manga ang mga tao at hinahangaan natin lahat yan. Pero pagkatapos nun, balik pa rin sa kasalanan. So, where's freedom there? Saan ang totoong paglaya at liberation? Now, if anyone ever lived, please listen, ano? napakaganto. If anyone ever lived in a day where people, if anyone ever lived in a day when people were blind to the meaning of life, it is today. Tatagalugin ko po, kung meron man sa atin ang nabubuhay sa panahong ito, na ang tao ay bulag, ito yung araw na to. Kung meron mang taong nabubuhay sa kapanahon na natin ngayon na bulag tungkol sa kahulugan ng buhay, it is today. You know why? Because a lot of people doesn't believe in the resurrection of Jesus. Maraming tao ang hindi nininiwala sa muling pagkabuhay ng Panginoong Yesus. And where will you get a strong faith without Christ's resurrection? Paano tayo magkakaroon ng matibay na pananampalataya kapag ang isang tao ay walang paniniwala sa pagkabuhay na maguli? I have a lot of friends who belong to dating daan. And I pity them because they don't believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. 
I'm a little bit hesitant calling that sect. You know? Ayoko sana magsalita ng reliyon. No? But they don't believe in the resurrection. Oh, sabi ko, how come you don't believe on the resurrection of Jesus Christ? And that is one explanation of our cultures. At yan ang isang pagpapaliwanag sa kultura that, inclin- that has inclination toward the many self-destructive activities that are prevalent in our world today. Yan ang isa sa mga walang kabuluhang paniniwala na nakapaloob sa ating mga kultura. But of course, the other reason is they are blinded by sin and have not found the purpose of living through Christ. Siguro ang isang dahilan pa, bukod doon, ay hindi pa talaga nila nasusumpungan na sila po ay bulag sa kasalanan at hindi pa nila nasusumpungan ang totoong layunin at kahulugan ng buhay. Now, the title of the message today is a D, Finding Hope in an empty tomb. Finding hope in the empty tomb. I like that word, no? Empty tomb. It seems like empty, but later on we realize that there's a lot of hope in the empty tomb of Jesus. Now, do you know what the scenario of the Holy Week? Alam pa natin yung pagkakasunod-sunod ng ng pangyayari, just to make a review before we go to our text in Matthew chapter uh, 28. Okay, Wednesday, come Wednesday, Jesus was about to enter Jerusalem. And the Bible calls it in the heading, sa title niya, The Triumphal Entry to Jerusalem. And you know what's weird about this? Alam niyo kung ano nakakatawa dito? People are shouting to Jesus. And they were calling me Hosanna to the Son of God, Hosanna to the highest. And they were waving palm whip, palm olive, uh, palm leaf. There were parade and there was celebration and Jesus was riding on the donkey. And what's weird about this, ang nakakatawa dito, hindi nila alam, hindi tagumpay na triangle entry, kundi mamamatay si Jesus. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, just The following day, he is about to be arrested and then Friday, he will be hung on the cross and then Saturday, he will be on the grave. What do you think why people are shouting? Palagay nyo, bakit sumisigaw yung mga tao kay Jesus ng ganon? Siguro yung mga disciple na iintindihan nila ng konti, pero si Jesus was suffering deep inside. Because he, because he knows his time is about to end. His life is about to end. And he was riding on the donkey and the scenario was people are shouting to him. Ano? And they look at him someone that is a there's a political agenda going on. They think of him another politician that will fight against the Roman government and he will put up and establish a new government. Kaya nga si James the Sebedee sabi ng ina pagka nakaupo ka na sa kaharian mo Panginoon, ilagay mo sa kanang kamay si James. At yung isa kong anak, ilagay mo sa kaliwang kamay mo, kanan mo. At ang sabi niya, can they bear, kakayanin ba nila yung pagdadaanan ko? They have a different kind of mindset. Now, Jesus was riding on the donkey and people are, that was on Wednesday. And then Thursday, they had the Last Supper. And this was about Jesus was washing the disciples' feet. Nakukuha niyo na yung pangyayari? Inugasan niya yung naglagay siya ng towel sa kanyang ano at Pinaupo niya at sila Peter, hinugasan ng paa. At ang sabi ni Peter, oh, I cannot accept this. Uh, huwag mong hugasan ng paa ko. At ang sabi ni Jesus, sa ngayon ay hinuhugasan ko ang paa. May darating ang panahon, ikaw din ay maghuhugas ng paa ng ibang tao. And that is leadership. Okay? And then they had this last supper and Jesus was saying, someone of you will betray me. And that was Thursday. And then Friday, Jesus prayed at the Garden of Gethsemane and nakita niya ilang disciples natutulog at sabi niya, it's too late. The Son of God, the hour is coming. Andito na mga aresto sa akin. And a lot of disciples ran away and hid from the bush and hid on the, in the bush. Nagtaguan sila at hindi iwan na lamang niya at naiwan na lamang doon sa Pedro. At ito yung sinaryo na pinutol ni Pedro ng espada, yung isa sa mga Romanong sundalo. And Jesus on the Friday night was arrested. Uh, the Pharisees and the religious Sanhedrin cannot wait for the following morning. They want Jesus prosecuted. Gusto nilang litisin agad ang kaso ni Pedro at si 
si Kaipas na saserdote. Can you not just wait? So, it's 2 o'clock in the morning and you you want me to make a judgment bilang hukum ay hatulan itong taong ito? Okay? And the rest of the night on Friday was such a terrible ordeal. Napaka-terribling stress, super, super stress. And Jesus was so, so silent all along. And then, Friday, according to the tradition, they will release a, a prisoner at hinarap si Barabbas and people were shouting, release Barabbas and crucify Jesus. And Pontius Pilate asked frankly, Jesus, are you really the son of God? And Jesus was so silent. And then the sentence was given. He was crucified. He took up the cross and he went to Golgotha and was crucified by the Roman soldiers. On Friday at the middle of the afternoon, Jesus gave his last breath and he said, it is finished. Father, Father, why have you pers- Can you see the scenario of what had happened to him? Nakakaiyak, no? There was a There was a pastor who said he just cannot imagine what just Jesus has gone through all those problems. Ano? At ang sabi ng isang pastor, dying for me was the most he could do and living for him is the least I can do. Dying for me, sabi niya, ulitin ko ulit, dying for me was the most he could do, that Jesus could do. And living for him is the least you can do. And when he said, it is finished, it is done. And then come Saturday, he was in the grave. And the rest of the disciples, including Mary, visited the sepulcher, the tomb, and Jesus was not there. And on this account, we will study the account on Sunday. Now, in Matthew chapter 28, babasahin ko to sa Tagalog para lalo niyong maintindihan. Hindi na ako magko-concentrate last, rest, last, last Holy Week. Binaybay ko yon Pero ngayon, magko-concentrate na lang ako dun sa isang account. Yung account ng resurrection. At walang, nothing best describe the resurrection other than 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and Matthew chapter 28. Where can you find the resurrection chapter? You can find it in the Great Commission. Kaya napakaganda nito. Dahil dito, ibinigay ni Jesus Ang isang tao, pag namamatay, lalo na sa atin, gustong-gusto natin makarinig, marinig yung sasabihin, yung huling habili ng taong mamamatay. Kasi bibigay niya yung mana. Yung, yung tatlo kong bahay, yung isa sa anak kong panganay, yung pangalawa doon sa... Yung, yung bunso. Diba? Yung malaki kong bahay, kung meron man, di ba? Sabi ng asawa ko, kulang ka pa ng isang bahay kasi apat ang anak mo. Sabi ko, parang hindi ko nakakayanin. <laughs> Tigiisan na lang silang tricycle. Masada sila. Diba? Yung sa bunso, yung pinakamalaki. Yung jeep, yung Montero. Isa yun na yan. Diba? Gustong-gusto natin yun, yung huling habilin. At gusto kong marinig yung huling habilin ng Panginoon. Gusto nyo bang marinig yun? Ano yung hinabilin niya sa atin? Sige, basahin muna natin yung Kabanata at Istorya. Matthew chapter 28. Madaling araw ng linggo, makalipas ang araw ng pamamahinga, pumunta sa libingan si Maria na taga Magdala, kasamang isa pang Maria upang tignan ito. Biglang lumindol ng malakas at isang anghel ng Panginoon ang bumaba mula sa langit at iginulong ang bato na nakatakip sa libingan at inupuan ito. Nakasisilo na parang kidlat ang kanyang anyo. At puting-puti ang kanyang damit Nanginginig sa takot ang mga sundalo nagbabantay sa libingan at hinimatay. Sinabi ng anghel sa mga babae, huwag kayong matakot. Alam kong hinahanap ninyo si Jesus ay pinako sa krus. Wala na siya rito. Dahil nabuhay siyang muli, tulad ng sinabi niya sa inyo. Hali kayo, tignan ninyo ang pinaglagyan ng kanyang bangkay. Pagkatapos sinabi ng anghel sa kanila, puntahan niyo agad ang mga takisunod niya at sabihin niyo, sa kanila na nabuhay siyang muli at mauunay siya sa inyo sa Galilea. 
doon nyo siya makikita. Tandaan ninyo, sinabi ko sa inyo. Kaya dali-dali silang umalis sa libingan at kahit natatakot sila, masaya pa rin sila sa ibinalita sa kanila ng anghel. Patakbo nilang pinuntahan ang mga tagasunod ni Jesus upang ibalita ang pangyayari. Pero maya-maya, sinalubong sila ni Jesus sa daan at binati. Wow, grabe itong senaryo to, no? They were looking for Jesus, pero pauwi sila, nakasalubong nila si Jesus. Lumapit sila, manghang-mangha sila, niyakap nila ang Panginoon sa kanyang mga paa, at ang sabi dito, they worship Him. Sinamba niya, sinamba siya. Sinabi sa kanila ni Jesus, do not be afraid. Huwag kayong matakot. Puntahan ninyo ang aking mga kapatid, ninyo ang aking mga kapatid, at sabihin sa kanila na pumunta sila sa Galilea. Doon nila ako makikita. Tapos nagulat yung mga gwardya. Pagkaalis ng mga babae sa libingan, pumunta naman sa lungsod ang ilang mga gwardya at ibinalita ang mga, sa mga namamahalang pari ang nangyari. Matapos makipagpulong, sa mga, makipagpulong ng mga namamahalang pari sa mga pinuno ng mga hudyo, sinuhulan nila ng malaking halaga ang mga bantay. Sinabi nila sa mga bantay, ipamilita ninyo na habang natutulog kayo kagabi, dumating ang mga tagasunod ni Jesus at ninakaw ang kanyang bangkay. Kapag narinig ninyo ito ng gobernador, kami na ang bahalang magpaliwanag sa kanya para hindi kayo mapahamak. Tinanggap ng mga gwardya ang pera at ginawa ang sinabi sa kanila. Kaya hanggang ngayon, ito pa rin ang kwentong ikinakalat ng hudyo. Ang laki ng kasalanan ng ginawa nito mga pare. They twisted the real story. And even up today, a lot of people believe that story. They did not receive the pure gospel. They received a wrong gospel. A fake news if it is Facebook. Pumunta ang labing isang tagasunod, Nesus, sa Galilea. Doon sa isang bundok na sinabi sa kanila, Nesus. Nang makita nila si Jesus, sumamba sila sa kanya kahit na ang ilan ay may pagdududa. Sa so second coming of Christ, Christ will rest on the mountain of Galilee. Just remember that. Lumapit si Jesus at sinabi, ibinigay sa akin. Ito na yung sinabi ng Panginoon na gustong gusto ko. After he resurrected from the dead, this is his command. All power was given to me. Ibinigay sa akin ang lahat ng kapangyarihan from heaven on earth sa langit at lupa. Kaya puntahan ninyo ang mga tao sa lahat ng bansa and you make them disciples. At gawin ninyo silang mga tagasunod ko. You baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Turuan ninyo silang sumunod sa lahat ng inutos ko sa inyo. At tandaan ninyo, lagi ninyo akong kasama hanggang sa katapusan ng mundo. Ganda ng huling abili ng Panginoon. That you go and make disciples of all nations. That you baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to obey everything I've commanded. And don't forget, I will be with you forever. Now, Too often, Christians focus, kadalasan o karaniwan ng mga Kristiyano ay nagbibigay lamang ng pansin sa benefit of Christ after death. Or they only focus their attention on the benefit of Christ during death or after death and they underestimate the benefits of being a Christian now. Uh, yung yung uh, masyado na binibigyan ng pansin, yung, yung Panginoon pagkatapos ng kanyang kamatayan, pero hindi sila nagbibigyan ng pansin yung kanilang pamumuhay o paating pamumuhay bilang kasyano sa kasalukuyan. Here in this life, for me, it wasn't settled, it wasn't until I settled eternity in my heart that this life began to make any sense. Na ang buhay na ito ay meron lamang sense na dapat na isasettle natin sa puso natin na ang buhay kristyano, ang buhay na may sense and the gospel clarifies everything. Okay, the foundation of the gospel, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, offer the best definition of the gospel to be found in the word of God. Ang unang Corinto, hindi ko nababasahin yan, you can read that to yourself, ay nagbibigay ng pinakamabuting kahulugan tungkol sa salita ng Diyos. That Christ died for our sins na ang Panginoon ay lumatay para sa ating kasalanan. Ayon sa salita niya, and that He was buried, 
na siya'y inilibing and that he rose again on the third day according to this scripture. And that is the gospel. That Jesus died, was buried, resurrected, ascended to heaven, and he will come one of these days. Sometimes we stop short of giving the complete definition by simply saying that Jesus Christ died on the cross. Yes, Christ's death is mentioned in the New Testament 175 times. Now, the reason binanggit ito, because there must be a credible evidence that Jesus really died. Otherwise, there will be no true resurrection. Naintindihan niyo to? Dapat maipaliwanag ito na ang Panginoon talaga, there was an actual death that truly occurred. Otherwise, walang nabuhay. Now, one strong evidence that Jesus really died, actually, his dying was a terrible death because he died gradually. The reason, kinukrucify ang tao para dahan-dahan siyang patayin so that he could, he could feel the pain and the agony of dying gradually. And the Roman soldier, when started to dumilim ang paligid at lumindol, ay tinusok siya sa kanyang, sa kanyang tagiliran at umagos ang dugo, tumama ito sa Romano Sundalo at nabulag ng Romano Sundalo. That simply explains that Jesus really died. And He Himself declared, I died, it is finished. Amen? At pinaniniwalaan natin ito, that Jesus that Christ's death was not only mentioned once in the Bible, it was 175 times. The death of Christ. So it, it is an essential part of the gospel. Ito po ay essential na bahagi ng, ng salita ng Panginoon. But there's more to it. The gospel is also about the burial of Christ. Yung kanyang uh, na siya inilibing. And one of the Old Testament sacrifices illustrated how sins were taken away they will get a goat at lalagay nila kasalanan nila sa goat na ito. At uh, ito po maglilinis na kanilang kasalanan bilang handog sa kanilang mga kasalanan. And this ceremony, it portrays the people's sin being removed. The burial of Jesus Christ illustrates the same truth. Ito po ay nagpapahag din ng parehong katotohanan. When He took our sins on His body and was buried, He carried our sins away so we never have to face them again. Jesus became a lamb that was slain for our sins. And unfortunately, many people who preach the gospel of Jesus Christ stop right there. Sapat na yun, na napatawad ang kanilang kasalanan. Okay na yun, that Jesus died and was buried. But the miracle of Easter is this. Ngunit ang himala na pagkabuhay ng maguli ng Panginoon ay ito. That there is no tomb anywhere in the universe hold Jesus. Walang anumang libingan sa buong mundo at sa balat ng lupa ang kayang humawak sa buhay ng Panginoon. No tomb anywhere in the universe hold Jesus remains. He died, He was buried, and that's at the end of the story. The Bible said that He rose again on the third day. This is the gospel and this is the foundation of Christianity. What I like about Christianity with all the other religion, tulad ni Brahma ng Hinduism, ni Muhammad ng Buddhism, lahat ng ism na yan, cults and ism, all of the living originator died, but the, the founder of Christianity remained seated in heaven, powerful, mighty, and we encounter him every day in our lives. The Christian gospel rests on the truth of Jesus Christ and his resurrection. Ang salita ng Panginoon ay nagtataglay ng katotohanan sa buhay ng Panginoong Yesus at sa kanyang pagkabuhay na maguli. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 14, Paul put it this way. Ito ang sinabi ni Pablo. If Christ is not risen, kung ang Panginoong Yesus Kristo hindi nabuhay, then our preaching is empty. Ang ating pangangaral ay walang kaluguhan, walang kabuluhan. Hindi tayo nagsisikap magbayad ng upa para magkaroon ng lighthouse. That is not the main reason. The main reason is because we hold the cause of the gospel. That someone died for this church. That someone died willing to change and transform our lives. That wants to liberate us, no curse of sin holds us. Sabi ni Paul, kung ang Panginoon ay hindi nabuhay na maguli, ang ating pangangaral ay walang kabuluhan. And our faith is also empty. Ang ating pananampalataya ay wala silbi. 
Without the resurrection, there's no reason to attend church. Inilalaban nyo ang araw ng linggo. Naniniwala ba kayo? I, I, I got a client three days ago who wants me to drive him to Baguio for 15,000 pesos. Kaya lang tatamaan tong araw ng linggo. Pero hindi ko ginawa. Gusto ko magsimba. Resurrection Sunday. Ayahan mo na yung 15,000. Eh, ala, Baguio. Kahit mura lang ang bigay sa akin, tatakbo ko talaga. Kasi gusto kong weather ng bahay. Gusto kong bumalik-balik doon. Para ano magkape sa session road. Pero hindi. Kasi Resurrection Sunday. And besides, I'm the speaker. Kailangan kong tumayo dito at kailangan You know, mayroon tayong inilalaban, mga kapatid. Hello? Lahat ng appointment paglinggo, wala yan. Si Kristo binigay ang buhay. This is the least you can do. We cannot match what He has done to us. Are you listening? Buhay ng Panginoon binigay niya. Ito lang yung pinakamababang pwede natin ibigay sa Kanya. Ako yung hiya sa sarili ko kasi Nagpagasulina ako nung isang araw, wala akong almusal, may babaeng dumaan dyan na alam mo maghapon siyang nagtinda, hirap na hirap sa buhay, sinugang kanyang kulay sa araw, matanda, nagtutulog ng karito, nasa tabi ako ng sasakyan. Sabi ko, nanay, gusto ko yung saging na saba. Kunin ko na yan. Sabi ko, bilin ko na. Pilit kong binibigay yung bayad, ayaw yung tanggapin. Nagmuha akong mahirap sa harap niya, hanggang makaalis na siya. Parang may mali. Parang may mali. Pero napakabait niya. Sa part ko parang, sabi ko parang may mali doon. Sabi ko, napakabait niya. And that's the least you can do. At least you appreciate what Christ has done for you. Lumahaba ng Panginoon. Ang problema mo, nalulungkot ka lang. Pero ang problema ng Panginoon, nilibak siya ng maraming tao. At hanggang sa krus, wala siyang inisip kundi ang kapakanan natin. At sabi niya sa seven last word, sabi niya sa mga disciple, Behold your mother, mahalin mo ang ina. Forgive them, for they do not know what they do. All those words really pierce to your heart. Now, if you are a Christian, this is not only something, this is extra, extraordinary something. Hindi ko alam kailan kayo nahuling nahiya sa Panginoon na wala kayo sa church. Lord, patawarin mo kung ako nakapagsimba. Nahiya ako sa'yo. Nakakaramdam pa ba kayo ng ganyan? O natutuwa kayo kasi paglinggo, outing. Okay? Marami ngayon nasa dagat, nanasutbo, kalatagan, bulinaw, pangasinan. Araw ng linggo, Resurrection Sunday. They have a different kind of mindset. Peryahan. Now, sabi ni Paul, there's no reason to, the foundation of the gospel is predicated on Jesus Christ's victory over sin and death. Now, what are the proof of the resurrection? Sige, sabi ng iba, i-prove natin kung ano ang katotohanan ng pagkabuhay ng maguli. At right away, we jump into the 5,000 witness. Sabi natin, uh, ipuprove natin yan sa pagitan ng, oh, there were around at least 5,000 disciples who saw Jesus at one time. That is what's in Book of Acts. Pero hindi. Gusto ko yung, yung right after Jesus resurrected, what are the series of events that took place? Huwag mo na yung witness kasi yung witness nasa dulo yun eh. Noong nagpakita na ang Panginoon, tama? Ang gusto kong makita natin ngayon, yung pagkatapos na pagkatapos na kanyang pagkabuhay. Ano yung nangyari? Okay, ang unang nangyari, the soldiers were missing. Nawala yung mga Romanong sundalo. That is one strong evidence. Okay, the gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which we call synaptic gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all record the events, lahat ito ay itinala nila yung pangyayari tungkol sa pagkabuhay ng maguli ni Jesus mula sa mga puntod. It's a familiar story. Quite often, we jump ahead in the resurrection story to all the witnesses who saw Jesus Christ alive after he had come out of the grave. And we rightly use the evidence to teach the truth of Jesus Christ from the grave. But let us begin before he was ever seen by anyone. Magsimula tayo bago siya nakita ng lahat. Why? Because there are some several critical things that happened on the first resurrection. 
that caused the disciples and the women to believe in the supernatural resurrection of Jesus Christ. I hope you're getting that. You know, mas maganda kasi yung bagay yung mga saksi kasi may mga critical moments na nangyari doon. When the women approached the tomb that day, they noticed the soldiers were gone. Tama ako doon sa nabasa natin. Wala na doon yung mga Romano sundalo. Something na nakapagtataka sapagkat si Jesus ay balitang balita sa buong Jerusalem and the Roman soldiers and the Roman government wouldn't allow someone like him that is not being guarded. Mary and her friends knew the Roman authorities. Nagdispatch sila ng soldiers to guard the tomb day and night because they feared kinakatakutan nila that some of the followers of Jesus Christ would steal his body na nakahawin ng kanyang katawan. Yun na napapabalita. And then claim at aangkinin nila na si Jesus ay nabuhay na maguli. So it's no wonder they were startled to find the tomb unguarded. So ito ay nakakatawang isipin na makita agad nila na yung, na yung libingan ay walang sundalo nagbabantay. And some skeptics, yung mga taong nagda-doubt, have suggested that the Roman soldiers simply became tired. Sila po ay simply lamang na napagod at nag-take ng coffee break nila. But consider this. Pero pansinin po ninyo ito. If a Roman soldier failed to do his duty, kapag ka ang isang Romano sundalo ay hindi nagampanan ng kanilang tungkulin, the punishment will be death. Kamatayan ang parusang kinakarap nila. And they will be taken into public square and they will be burned alive. That is the punishment. So they have strict order to guard the body of Jesus. So why did they live? Bakit sila umalis? Kayong alis dyan ha, papatayin ko kayo pag umalis kayo dyan. Sabi ni Duterte, natakot sila. Hindi na, hindi na. parang ganun ang dating, no? Pero nawala sila, nakapagtataka yun. Because, you know the reason why they leave the Roman soldiers? And I want you to listen to this. Because something supernatural happened. Merong supernatural na nangyari. You know why? You know what happened? The earth shook. Lumindul yung paligid. Number two, the angel of God from heaven came down. Bumaba ang anghel ng Diyos. Natakot sila at ang sabi sa Biblia, ilan sa mga sundalo, nahimatay. Something supernatural happened that the Roman soldiers fled for their lives. Their troop, an angel of the Lord, rolled the stone away from the grave. The grave was opened. Nabuksan ang puntod and Jesus was no longer there. At ang Panginoon wala. And fearing for their lives, the guards fled into the city. And these elite soldiers, itong mga SAP, Special Action Force, were more fearful of the risen Lord than mas natakot sila sa kapangyarihan ng Panginoon kaysa sa banta ng buhay nila ayon sa batas ng Romano. In fact, Matthew chapter 28, it details the interaction between the soldiers. Dinitalye ng kabanatang 28, ng aklat ng Mateo, yung interaction sa pagitan ng mga sundalo at ng mga punong saserdote. And the priest didn't want the soldiers to admit that something supernatural had happened at Jesus. Ayaw tanggapin ng mga reliyosong tao, yung nangyari at inilathala. Ng mga, ng mga sundalo. So, ang ginawa nila, there was bribery. There was a cover-up of this story. There was a news blackout. Ito ang pera. Huwag ka na magsalita. Ang sabihin mo, kinuha ng mga alagad niya, tagasunod niya, yung bangkay, kami na ang bahala sa gobernador. So, they paid them off and the evidence of the resurrection was overwhelming. The dead the death penalty that was supposed to be given to the Roman guards was not warranted. Hindi nangyari yun. Instead, the soldiers were bribed to remain silent about the Christ's resurrection. That is the number one. That, that what actually took place right after the resurrection. And number two evidence of that is the proof. Another proof of the resurrection, the seal and the stone. 
after finding the tomb unguarded, nung mapansin nila na walang nagbabantay, the women discovered the seal was broken. Now, to keep anyone from tampering with a tomb, the Romans would place a seal cross. Para sa kanila, para walang makapagbukas nung pintuan, ng puntot, sa kultura ng Romano at sa batas nila, nilalagyan nila ito ng selyo. Sa panahon ni Daniel, yung signet ring. Ano? According to the Roman law, anyone who broke a Roman seal will be hung upside down. Ito po ay, ay ibibitin patiwarik. The Romans placed great importance on their seal. It was the absolute mark and stamp of authority of the Roman government. And yet, when the women arrived at the tomb, the stone was gone and the seal was broken. Something phenomenal was going on. The women noticed the stone had been rolled away. There are four places in the New Testament where it says the stone was rolled away. Okay? Binanggit ito. The stone was released to roll down and cover the mouth of the tomb. When Mary and the disciples came to the tomb that day, they could not understand the sin. Hindi nila maintindihan kung ano ang pangyayari. According to the text, the stone was rolled back up in the incline away from the mouth of the tomb and the tomb was wide open. In fact, sa book of John account, it tells us the stone was not only rolled up inclined, it was standing in a place by itself. Para itong tansa na nakatayo. Walang sinasandalan. At walang pwedeng magumuha nun because the estimated weight of the stone that covered the tomb. Alam nyo kung gaano kabigat ang tomb na yon? That is between one and two tons. Isa o dalawang tonelada ang bigat. At hindi kakayanin ng isang taong gumawa nun. Para maintindihan nyo, ang isang jeep ay isa sa dalawang tonelada. 12-seater in layman's terms so that you could understand the weight of the stone to be rolled away. Yet, the stone that sealed Jesus' tomb was set apart from the tomb as if he had been picked up and moved. Parang may nagbuhat at may naglipat. So when the Jesus authority came to examine the tomb and saw the stone sitting far off, nung ito'y kanilang inimbestigahan, they knew the Roman soldiers couldn't have moved it. Hindi kaya ito ng mga Roman sundalo na iusog ito. So the stone moved in a manner that was humanly impossible. Are you listening? And so they bribed the soldiers not to tell anybody. Yumama na yung mga sundalo. Kakabribe, kakabribe. Pangalawang bribe na uli. So occasionally when people talk, talk about the resurrection, they say, They say the stone was miraculously rolled away so that Jesus could get out. No? According to the tradition, ang sinasabi nila, kaya inalis yung pintuan doon para ang Panginoong Jesus ay makalabas. But that was not the reason. Hindi po yan ang dahilan. The stone was rolled away, itinabi po yung pintuang bato, hindi para makataka si Jesus so that people could look into. Para makita ng mga tao. Hindi para tumakas si Jesus. Binuksan ng Panginoon yun at tunghangil. Hindi para makataka si Jesus, kundi para makita ng tao. So, the stone was rolled away so that people could look in. Jesus did not, didn't need the stone to be rolled away. He rose from the gate without even changing the configuration of his grave clothes. Ang Panginoon ay nabuhay na maguli, nabuhay na muli, na kahit yung kanyang damit ay isang himalang bagay, magagawa niya yan. If he was able to strip up the restraint of his grave clothes without changing their form, he could also move this, past the stone in front of the grave without touching it. So the stone was rolled away so that Mary and the others would be able to see further evidence of the risen Lord. And then number three, Proof of his resurrection is the empty sepulcher. What is sepulcher? Di ba may word tayong sepulturero? Sepulcher is a small room where the body, dead body is being laid. Yung puntod. The soldiers were gone. The seal was broken. The stone was moved away. And number four, the sepulcher was empty. Yung puntod ay hungkag. And this is a obvious fact of the resurrection. When the disciples saw the empty tomb, they immediately ran back to the city of Jerusalem. 
They went back to the city of Jerusalem and they began to preach this truth. Pinangaral nila to. Wala na si Jesus doon. The news of the empty sepulcher could be validated by anybody in the city who will take a 15-minute walk to the tomb and look for themselves. Pwede itong i-validate sa loob lamang ng labing limang minuto. Pasukin yung punto at tignan. At malalaman nyo ang Panginoon ay talagang wala doon. It instantly validate Christ's resurrection. There's not one shred of evidence, kahit isang hibla ng ebidensya, na magkocontrary o babaligtad sa ebidensya na wala na doon ng Panginoon. And even the shroud was intact. The number, another proof of the resurrection, the shroud was intact but empty. This is like, pag namamatay ang isang hudyo, binabalutan sila ng kumot. At nung para lang bumilis, hindi ko na ididetalye, nung makita nila, intact yung kumot na yon. Ngunit, intact yung kumot na yun. The only thing that happened, wala doon ang katawan ng Panginoon. Para sa maintindihan nyo, this is like a, a para tong chrysalis of a cocoon, but there was nobody on it. So naunawa nyo, yung parang, di ba nakakakita kayo ng mga magbabutterfly na uod? Makikita nyo yung, ang tawag doon sa, yung Chrysalis of a cocoon. Basta, yung, alam nyo na yung ibig sabihin, yung cocoon na yun, pag ginano mo, wala na, di ba? That is just like what happened. Okay? Ang sabi daw, ay, the shroud was intact, empty. Shroud ang tawag doon. Okay? And the scripture says that the napkin that surrounded his head or, or, or that which wrapped his head was in a place by itself. Just exactly where it would be in proximity to the body. And this is an overwhelming sight because it was evidence that Jesus had risen without disturbing the clothing. Sabi na iba, magic. Is there anything too hard for me? Jeremiah said. God said in the book of Jeremiah, is there anything too difficult for me? Is there anything too hard for me? So Jesus had risen without disturbing the clothing. He had walked out the grave alive and this sight forever changed the lives of the Jesus' disciples. Now, let's go back to our title, Finding Hope in an Empty Tomb. Okay, bago pa natagpuan yung empty tomb ng mga disciple, what are the conditions of the disciples? Bago pa nila natagpuan yung empty tomb, ano yung kalagayan ng mga disciples? Namatay na yung ating tagapagligtas. Jesus, the Messiah, who turned the water into wine, who made the lepers healed, who made the blind see, who made the lame walk, is now dead. Now, before the disciples and Mary and the disciples found the empty tomb, listen to this, the disciples were depressed. Kasi kamamatay lang ng Panginoon kahapon. They were depressed, they were discouraged, and completely without hope. Patay na si Jesus. Then on the third day, Jesus conquered the grave. Not only was he resurrected, but their hopes were resurrected as well. Nung malaman nila na nabuhay na maguli ang Panginoon mula sa mga patay, nabuhay muli yung kanilang mga pag-asa. And as Christians, bilang mga anak ng Panginoon, tayo bilang mga Kristiyano, we too can face feelings of despair and uncertainty with unshakable hope in the resurrection. We are not exempted to that. Dumadaan tayo ng depression. Dumadaan tayo ng discouragement, anxiety, kaguluhan. Kagabi lang, sinabi ko sa asawa ko yun. Sabi ko, ma, tayo na lang ang magsasama sa mga panahong ito. Ikaw na lang nagbibigay ng ligaya sa buhay ko, ang Panginoon, at saka ikaw. At habang tumatanda ako, lapaganda ka pa ng paganda sa akin. I have to admit that. Kasi talagang, you know, life, life as you go older, life is becoming, becoming more precious. Hindi nyo pa naiintindihan yan, ano? pero darating kayo sa panahon na yan. Now, as Christians, we too can face feelings of despair and uncertainty. But when we place our trust in Him, we claim victory over death. Pero kung itinwala natin ang ating buhay sa Panginoon, ay inaangkin natin ang tagumpay laban sa kamatayan. And that is why when Christians die, 
Kaya naman, kapag ang isang Kristiyano, anak ng Panginoon ay namatay, there is sorrow, may kipaghatian, but it is not a sorrow without hope. Ngunit ito, hindi kapaghatian na walang pag-asa. Because even in sorrow, mag-isa kapaghatian, there is hope. Merong pag-asa. A certainty that death is not the end. Ang katiyakan na ang kamatayan ay hindi katapusan. The only way I know to have hope in this life is to set a life in the future. Ang tanging paraan o daan para malaman natin ang pag-asa sa buhay na ito ay ang maintindihan natin na merong buhay sa kinabukasan. The only way I know to have hope in this life is to set a life in the future. When I became a Christian, two things happened in my life. Nung ako po ay maging Christian, dalawang bagay nangyari sa buhay ko. Una, I no longer feared dying. Hindi na ako natatakot mamatay. I wasn't anxious to die. Hindi ako nagmamadaling mamatay. But I didn't fear it anymore. Hindi ko ito kinamamatay. In fact, it was three or four times. I was, I was about to face death. But God spared me. I didn't worry that I would wake up in a strange place one day. I had absolute certainty. Mayroon akong ganap na katiyakan that when I die, I was going to stand before God and be with Him forever. You may think that it is a presumptuous statement. Pero hindi po, it's not. It is based upon the fact, ito po ay nakabase sa katotohanan, that the one, Jesus, who overcame the grave is now living in my heart. And He is my Savior. He has promised me that if I submit to Him, I will receive eternal life with Him. Did you receive Him? Tinagap niyo na ba ang Panginoon? Nakatitiyak ba tayo ng buhay na walang hanggan? Second thing that happened to me when I received Christ as a teenager, when I was third year in high school, my life began to make sense. Nagkaroon ng direction ng buhay ko when I knew my eternal destination was settled. I discovered this life had a tremendous importance. Na-discovery ko, natuklasan ko na ang buhay na ito ay merong ganap na kahalagahan that I never understood na hindi ko nauunawaan dati. I began to live my life with eternity in view. So ang investment hindi lang puro lupa. Ang investment, meron ding panlangit. Dahil lahat yan iiwan natin. Tatakasan tayo ng lakas, lalabo ang ating paningin, puputi ang ating buhok, magkakabato tayo sa kidney, didilaw ang ating ipin, at lalakad tayo ng uugod-ugod, at darating ang panahong yan. But if we began to live our life with eternity in view, I began to have the desires for my life to count beyond the problem with each day. I began to live my life with purpose and meaning. There's no one who is beyond the reach of a loving God who sent His Son to die on the cross. Walang sino man sa atin dito ang naglayo sa kamatayan ng Panginoon. Inilapit niya tayo sa pumagitan ng kamangang kapatayan. His Son to die on the cross. To be buried ang siya'y mailibing at siya'y muling mabuhay mula sa mga patay. Now, if you will put your trust in the one who came out of the grave on that first Easter Sunday, listen to this you will never have to ask the question again, is that all there is? Yan lang ba? Hindi mo nasasabihin yan. Kasi sobra-sobra ang ginawa ng Panginoon sa atin. Today is Resurrection Sunday. Live in hope. Live in Christ. Mamuhay tayo na may pag-asa at maniwala kahit sa hindi. Ang mga Kristiyano sa panahong ito nakapag didiwan ng totoong pagkabuhay na maguli. Hindi nyo kailangang magpinitensya. Hindi nyo kailangang matalsikan ng dugo ng mga nagpipinitensya at sabihin nyo lumipat ang kasalanan nila sa inyo. All those sins were washed and we were forgiven and we were given a new life. Tayo ay binigyan ng bagong buhay ng Panginoon Diyos. Are you happy? Are you rejoicing? Okay. Salamat sa Panginoon. Let us pray. Father God, thank you for dying on the cross for our sins. Thank you for giving your life to us. Thank you, Lord, that we read from the Bible and the Scriptures that you did not remain on the grave. Nabasa namin sa Biblia na hindi ka na natili sa mga patay at sa puntod. 
Ang sabi ng iyong salita, ikaw ay muling nabuhay at naniniwala kami. And because of that, you have given us a lot of hope in this life. No matter how life is uncertain, gaano man ang buhay ay walang katiyakan, ay makakaasa kami, laging merong bagong pag-asa. Sa gitna ng kadiliman ay merong liwanag na sisilaw at magbibigay ng lakas at muling magbabangon sa amin mula sa mga kalungkutan namin na nararamdaman. Father, we may live in this life with despair. Maaring mabuhay kami sa mundong ito na puno ng problema, inanakit at kalungkutan. Ngunit alam namin na andyan ka lagi upang umaliw sa aming mga damdamin. At sa oras na ito, Panginoon, sinasabi namin, ikaw lamang ang aming kailangan. Nais ka namin paglingkuran, ibigay ang aming buhay sa iyo, Panginoon. At gamitin mo kami at masumpungan mo kami tapat na naglilingkod sa iyo hanggang sa iyong muling pagbabalik. Alin man sa amin dito ngayon, o sino man, Panginoon, na nakadadama ng lungkot sa kanila mga puso, piling nilang iniwan na sila, yun po ay hindi totoo. At yun po ay daya ng kaaway. Sapagat nariyan ka lagi, if you have given your life to us, then you can give everything, Lord. Kaya mong ibigay lahat ng bagay na makapagsasaya at makapagbibigay ligaya sa amin according to your will. And today, Father, we submit our lives to you. We dedicate our lives to you. And we are saying, Lord, you are our God. Ikaw ang aming Diyos. And nothing in this world will be compared to you because you are the incomparable Christ, the Messiah, the King of kings, and the Lord of lords. Thank you for your word. Thank you for making us alive in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I will ask someone to help me to distribute the bread and the wine.